Hi everyone, welcome to 4th of Long tonight. I'm here with my friends Scott and Matt. What's up? Greetings from the heart of Texas. Heart of Texas. The heartland. Cheers. Texas. Cheers. Even though Matt's... No, Scott's upset he can't find bush lights, so... That, these fuckers down here in Texas... Let me tell you about this shit. They treat... It took five seconds. <laughs> let him go. They took... They, they treat bush light down here like some hobo drink. You can only get it in a tall boy, and then you just put it in a paper bag and you sip on it for the next hour or whatever. No, no, no six pack, no twelve pack, no thirty packs. Just tall boys. Governor Abbott's going to be getting a strongly worded letter. It's horseshit. I don't know what to tell you. Dear Governor Abbott, this is horseshit. You either join our campaign of writing letters or not. Right. It's- so everybody right. that listens, get on board. <laughs> write to your local congressman and, well, at How, least the one in Texas. We'll, short, we'll start a petition and a GoFundMe page for you, okay? Yes. How awesome would it be for Governor Abbott to get a letter in Hungarian demanding <laughs> justice for Bush Light in the state of Texas? And then we put American Pod- Kansas City Podcast. Right. Yes. And a couple what? more out of Ohio. Fuck them. They probably treat it worse than hobo beer. But you can't even get bush light in Ohio. It sucks so bad. They probably have a main manufacturer there. It's probably the number one state. But, so that, but much like Jerry Jones not buying Pittsburgh steel, so, I'll have no part of bush light in Ohio. So if, whoa, we're, whoa, if, whoa, we're, if I'm going to have gonna, if I got a complaint, that's my complaint. About that's Texas? your one complaint? Well, it's hotter than fuck here, too. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you've had a few more than that. Hotter than fuck with... <laughs> in the... Air conditioning has been... <laughs> air conditioning's been not the greatest. <laughs> it's been, hot water's okay. been hard hot to come by. Been hard, yeah. <laughs> For a goddamn place that's so damned hot, how do you not have hot water? Everybody takes cold showers in Texas. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. By the way, folks, you're listening to a limited edition version of... Tonight's fourth and long podcast. Why are you not doing commercials? That was a great, was commercial, great commercial voice. Did you like that? Yeah. Yes. You should be. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm gonna set the you ticket up. pays for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, that was that's pretty good. Thank you. All right. So, what do you think of the Royals and the Astros games that we went to? Uh, it's good to know that we at least gave them a fight in one of the games we lost. One one got our butt kicked in the other. So uh, Houston's good. We ain't got nothing to play for. Games were fun though. They were. I had a good time. I had a good. What'd you guys think of the stadium? Um, Why are you skipping ahead so fast? I was just asking. It, it factors into it. it factors in. All right, all right. Um, actually, piggybacking on what we opened with, with the hotter than Hades weather down here, I don't know how you could enjoy. A baseball game in Houston in August without it being with a closed roof. Exactly. That would not have been enjoyable. No. No. It remind it would well, we've all Sat endured a couple of Kaufman yeah. games where it was just your ass sticks to the seat. And and what happens just, with that ugh. is you don't go to as many. Right. You know, yeah, you, you skip them. You go to a game July 29th and you nearly fucking melt. And then somebody's like, hey, man. It's like August 6th. I got tickets. I, 
Nah, I'm 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 still you, trying to grow parts back from the last. Well, game. do you know why you guys would turn those tickets down? We're not very good. Right. That's Did part you turn of it. any of them down in fourteen or fifteen? No, I got every one of them yeah. I could get. But true to twenty fifteen, just being our year. I don't. I was remember, gonna say that's hard to. I don't remember to, ever going to a game in twenty fifteen that I felt like I was going to die. But it's also hard because for some people that's. They'll go every year like the same thing too. That's hard to quantify that for the Royals because. No, I don't think so. If it, if they're good, you'll you'll go. If they're not, you probably turn it down. But I mean, look at the Astro game. They were. I think they're fair weather fans. Oh. See, I don't. I think Matt's with me. I do because uh, the night game that we went to, uh, to Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday night. night we saw hordes of people leaving a game that they were winning because traffic. That may just be what they do here. I, yeah. I'm not going to hold that against them. I wouldn't do it, but I also getting out of Kaufman's not that ridiculous. No, what especially about getting for out of Arrowhead. That's why I said especially for baseball. Yeah, but do we leave early because of traffic? At- Football games or some no, people do. Some people do, but a lot of people just go out to their car and they drink more. Yeah, which I don't know which one's better. So, so you're defending. You're defending this, but I also, it, but we don't have, well, but we don't have a stadium downtown, so we don't know what that's like, though. On a, I don't daily. care where the because I honestly at. think if we had a stadium downtown in Kansas City, some people would leave early. But we can't. We don't have a test for that because our stadium's not downtown. And it's to easy be, to get to your car. It's easy to leave. To be fair to Houston, I I don't know what I don't know how normal this is. I've been one. I mean, it's also games. a Tuesday night game. Like people got to work the next day, and I mean, you're also talking about. I mean, it's just and a there wasn't and the the game. It was game that everybody either. left for on Tuesday night was not a game. That was game was awful. We were horrible. The Royals didn't get more than they got all their hits in the first three innings. I mean, we went hitless for the last five. So, oh, I probably would have left too. <laughs> Especially if my team's winning four to nothing. I need to get home. Well, and it felt like fourteen to nothing. It felt like we were good. they were going to win and we were going to lose. But did you see anybody really leave for the day game? Few, not not as many. Not like, but I don't think there was as many people there either. Well, and I think that yeah, I think I will, which going, I'm not gonna argue or defend or anything else that one because it was a day game in the yeah, middle of the week. There's, there's a lot no, of weird no, things. Nobody there. has great attendance for those, sure. except for the Cubs. Yeah, because that's what a lot of them grew up on. Right. <laughs> Comes with the territory. It does. But nobody leaves Wrigley really early anyway, but the tra- public transportation in and out of Wrigley is pretty awesome. You leaving and yeah, in early I mean, really they got, doesn't, you doesn't got help L you. L trains and Every direction. Buses, buses and, and L's are going to get you out of there quick. And subways. I mean, I went to... They don't have any of that. I went to a night game at Wrigley Field 20 years ago, and I remember we stayed at the hotel near the airport. I was at our hotel within 30 minutes. Yeah. Of us leaving the stadium, the bus took us to the L. The L took us to the hotel, and we were—I mean, thirty minutes—we were gone. So, are these some of the issues 
that you're already foreseeing for a downtown ballpark for the Royals because we're yeah. we're yes. about ninety nine point nine percent sure that's going to happen. Yeah. The Royals, I I agree. Yeah. I think they're going downtown, and we are. That's going to be something that's going to have to get addressed. And I think you're going to see things like Houston because they they don't have. We saw in Houston here the the biggest mass transportation. It didn't was, get close to it. It really did not get close to the was ballpark. that metro, and it it only goes one way. It's like Kansas City; it only goes one direction, and so other other than that, it's going to be cars and ride chairs. And so I think you're going to see a lot of that. Like, if we have a downtown stadium, if we don't start getting some bigger mass transportation, what could be very interesting is if the you know if the Royals announced today that they were going to do a downtown ballpark. I bet you there'd be an Uber lane. Oh, they'd have to create, one. and it would be it would be a rideshare lane, and it would be designed. Well, the Chiefs already have one. Yeah, it's so a big inflatable. I don't that know. one uh, part, uh, the one entrance. The, yeah, right immediately off of coming off of I seventy. That's all the ride very share. first right yeah. uh, right. I it's rideshare. I I rideshare cabs. I could easily bus, foresee bus lines because of our lack of public transportation, especially late in the evenings, you know, like night games, letting out at like 10, 11 o'clock, you could have like an airport to airport type situation where you have like three freaking lanes that are all one way in where, and I think where you, you're getting ride well, shares. Kind of switching gears. We kind of saw that at uh, AT&T stadium with the Cowboys. It was yeah. kind of like that. They had an area out there out front where you could do ride share and stuff and just, they pick you up and they're off pick you up and they're off so I think that's going to be probably the next thing that needs to happen so I don't know when we get a downtown stadium it's going to be it's going to come with different challenges and it's going to be very weird I know a lot of people are going to fight it in the beginning because of the it's so weird I'll tell the story I, I, I went to a uh, Chiefs game several years ago when they played the New Orleans Saints. And we ran into a couple guys that were from New Orleans that came up for the game. And they were just like, oh man, this is so great. We love... They haven't even been in the stadium yet. We love this. The, the, this whole entire atmosphere that's out here in the parking lot you know, tailgating and everything. We can't do that in New Orleans because, you know, there's three parking spots. Yeah. yeah. The, the, where, two square miles. <laughs> where you go to, quote, unquote, tailgate is Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. And then you walk down to, to the stadium. And, ah, oh, this is just so great. Well, you know, the Royals have that too. Maybe not to the extent, obviously, is what, what the Chiefs do. But there's tailgating. Sure. Sure. That's gone. I've tailgated that, in lost seasons. That will be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are going to have problems with that. Well, yeah, obviously, because a lot of people, I mean, the Chiefs tailgate is the biggest one. But for a lot of people, they do the same tailgates for the Royals games. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, they are going to fight it because they're like, wait, we do both. And that's where there is really going to have to go uh, a lot into the PR campaign to move the Royals downtown. Like you were saying, a lot of people are going to fight it. 
And I think ownership for the Royals is going to have to come out and say stuff like, hey, we know that we have this tradition of this, but let's start a new tradition. And that's where the sell job is going to have to come in. And they're going to have to come up with ways of providing that experience that people are used to pre-game, post-game, a different way. And they're going to have to try to sell that. Is it going to be something? Is it going to have to be something like we see here in Dallas, with that Texas Live between yeah. the two stadiums? Yeah, I think so. And kind of like with the AT and T Stadium being like an experience, where there's uh, the the sta- standing room only stuff and things like that, and areas to hang bands out, bands playing, bands playing. Yeah, sorry, and, thank you. And that's I, that's what I, I agree more with the Royals, and one of the reasons why I, I don't need them to be picking on them. The Chiefs' product on the field is one of the best in the sport. Yeah. So they don't need the smoke and mirrors. But they of, still do it. They still do it. Mm-hmm. But I think that I we think we talked about this a few weeks ago. I can foresee a scenario where the Royals go to downtown, primarily because the owners said that. Um, I think the tailgating experience is going to remain for football, whether it's a new stadium on site or not, where they're at now. I just think it's too big of a deal. And I think it's an easier thing to create a new tradition for baseball than it is football. Well, and then for a third comparison, I went to a Pittsburgh Pirates game last month. That is a totally different experience unto itself in the sense that that's a big walking to the park Mm. kind of place. People don't necessarily drive down there in any way, shape, or form. They're not really taking any kind of transportation. And it was designed to walk across that bridge that goes across Three River State, whichever one it is, I can't think of it, because there's three fucking rivers. So pick one. But you walk across the bridge. The bridge is only a pedestrian bridge. It used to be a drive Mm-hmm. Bridge, but now it's just a pedestrian. Well, they designed it so that you can walk across the bridge. That's part of your experience, and and then you and, and you're close to downtown, so you would park in maybe a parking garage that's on the other side of the river, and then you walk over, and then there's bars and, and that's a relatively and new tradition like that. compared in to whatever. Around, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we walk down to where the Steelers are, which is only about maybe a oh, eight to ten blocks down the street from where the Pirates play. And they do have parking there. It's not expansive, but it there is parking there. So they, they're trying to get... Try to kill two birds with one stone, I guess, hmm. in the sense of you can still do... You're limited tailgating for a Steelers game, but you want—they want you to just walk down to the Pirates game and enjoy the bars and restaurants, and then walk and back out, and then walk back out. Gotcha. It's hmm. kind of an interesting mm-hmm. way of—I don't know if that. Hmm. So I don't know could, how I feel about that. <laughs> From the Kansas City area, you know. Yeah, because we don't have anything like that. Well, yeah, there's nothing special to walk. There, there's no like that bridge is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you go yeah. over a river. You yeah. know, yeah. most people drive over those bridges. They don't walk right. over a river. 
we have a river, but we're not going to walk across it. We're not walking across (laughs) it. (laughs) So, you know, I I don't know. It's, It's crazy to me, too, because we've talked about this before. Let's, if... If we're having the same discussion in 1985, how the priority is probably flipped, because no one cared about the Chiefs in '85. The Royals were one of the, they won the World Series. They were one of the best teams in baseball. They were part of this decade-long run of being a perennial playoff team. So any discussion about a ballpark situation is going to cater to the Royals because it's like, why do we care what's going on with the Chiefs? You know, and if we started having this serious discussion today about stadiums the level of interest and importance is completely flipped the game of football is so much bigger now in general the chiefs are considered one of the best teams in the league they've got the top tier top tier team they have arguably the face of the league and top tier ownership that's that's playing Mm -hmm. with it and so you know it's i could easily see a situation where it's like we're gonna the chiefs we're gonna do what we want to do because we're the chiefs Royals, hand gesture, move away. Go build your ballpark someplace else and create your own new tradition because we're gonna do we're gonna keep doing what we're doing here. Leave us alone. You know. (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm not saying that's right, but that's just the reality of the situation. That's what's gonna happen. Because, you know, um, it it would be if if you were having to make a really tough decision and you're like, look, someone's gonna move, who's it gonna be? Well, number one, the owner wants to move for baseball. That's kind of important, right? And it's for like, him. you know, yeah. He's well, like, it's just in general. Because he's the one, it, it's, it, he's, he's not having to be convinced or told to move. He wants to go. So, if you're, and let's face it, with the way, unfortunately, baseball's interest is not as much. Some would even say that it's waning. Maybe now's the time to say, let's move downtown, build a bar district that is... Because, you know, they're talking about building that stadium north of 70 on the east side of where I-35, I-29 go north. So you're going to be close to River Market. But River Market's not going to be right there. You're going to have to add. So, you know, you do it as kind of a package thing where you're doing this whole new tradition. And maybe you garner some excitement and garner some interest and then you can leave the Chiefs out by themselves. And you still have that, quote, Kansas City tradition of tailgating, but it's going to be a football experience. It's not going to be... Because maybe they'll do like you're saying. Maybe there's a couple hundred spots downtown at, mm-hmm. at the new Royal Stadium. And if you really want to tailgate, you could. Well, but, in that area there would be. But, you know, I just... When you look at the footprint that the Truman Sports Complex has... That space they want, they talk about building that stadium's big, but it ain't that big. You know, that Truman Sports Complex is huge when you tack on the parking that, in the roads. And, you know, yeah. roads they're not going to be able to do that. No. And I'm okay with it. And, and part of that is if that's what, and we saw this today with the tour of AT&T Stadium, if that's going to save the Royals, if it's going to help save baseball and maybe you get some non or casual fans to go just for the experience of going, fuck it. Move it. Well, and I still think baseball is 
still going to always have the the appeal of going to it live. I would much rather I I rather watch football at home. Yes, I love watching baseball live. Yes, and I and I know Roger and I have argued about this before off air. What Roger argues? Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like. And, and uh, until today, when we did visit AT&T Stadium, all stadiums are the same in football. And for the most part, they kind of are. I mean, you look down on the field, and it's still going to be, what, 120 100. by, what is it? 50, 50 across plus sidelines. Yeah. It, that's not going to change. No, I've always agreed with you. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just is what, what is what what other things are there that will appeal to you, that will get you to go to a to a football stadium, because just seeing the experience on the field isn't any different than going to Arrowhead or going Where, to Buffalo. To or, use your example, Minute Maid Park is weird. Yes, there's nothing. Yes. There is, and and I've only been to a handful of stadiums, but just even watching that game on TV, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Because it's a rectangular shaped building. It has a uniqueness to it. And it's got the diamond shaped field. The outfield's weird. At one point it had the little hill in center field. It's got the the garage doors. Where the home run, you know, the garage doors out there. Uh Uh-huh. Where we got saved on a home run. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because a normal stadium, that thing's gone. and And even though the bullpens... Technically, they're like they are at Kaufman. They're into the outfield walls, but you can't see into them. You can well, just see the you, one. You, you can with the Astros. Yeah, but you can't. You couldn't with you can, where you, the visiting team is. You can is. just, yeah, you, you, you're like, well, there's somebody moving in there, but you can't see anything. No. You know, and, and baseball is that way, that it's like, it's really, really, and then the dimensions are different from park to park. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Astros Hall of Fame was non-existent. Oh. Basically. That was weird. But I kind of wondered, we were talking about AT&T Stadium didn't have a Hall of Fame. I wonder if that's out at the training facility. Because he well, talked about... Yeah, that's true. That's where the Super Bowls That's where the Super Bowls are. So more than likely, that's where the Hall of Fame what's is. What's frightening about that is the stadium was $2.5 billion. Or $1.25 billion. Wasn't the training facility just a billion? Yes. So it's only... $250 million Different... So, yeah, you have to want – maybe that is where it's at. I mean, if they're keeping the five Super Bowl trophies I, there – I bet you – probably – I bet you $100 that's where it's at. <laughs> but the one thing that they probably – And since they offer tours, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's probably where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> the stadium is the game day experience. The well, training and facility is – Since since we're on the topic, I, I do want to say I've been swayed. Um, I kind of like the uniqueness of Arrowhead, the way it was shaped. I love that it's so freaking loud. But when I saw the Cowboys Stadium, I basically just imagined that same building, but with red and gold everywhere. It really was. And, and I'm not saying that we have quite the history that the Cowboys do. You know, we don't. But we've been around a long time. You know. Um, and the way that they kind of put that history on display, even though they didn't have a Hall of Fame in there, they really interpreted their history of that franchise really, really well. And then I just there imagined... There was a lot of cool things I thought they did. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. I love the fact that the black and white photos yeah. were J. 
Jerry Jones, the color photos were posts. Now, some of that... Jerry Jones was color photos. Color photos, the other black and white. Tom Landry was the black and white. I thought it was cool because then you're like, okay, now I kind of know when this happened. Yeah. 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 And I know when this occurred and that occurred. And And then you're able to kind of... And then you just look around this like, okay, so we went today. We had to book our tickets online. They're making money 365 days a year at that stadium because it is so damn neat that people are touring it when nothing's going on. Well, uh, none of us are they cowboy can, fans. They, they're getting concerts there too. I, I get that, but so, would you would you would you recommend a tour of Arrowhead to somebody that was in town if you had things to do? How high on the list of touring Arrowhead would be on your list? If somebody says, what what, what what can I do in Kansas City? No, probably right. But if somebody was to say, hey, would, would taking a tour of Arrowhead be worth going to? Yeah, I'd say yes. But if, if they're just saying, what could I do? Probably and see, not. And I think here, I think touring that stadium is probably one of the things that people suggest to you to do when you come here. It, it, it stands out. You know, I mean, A, the building's enormous. <laughs> you can't miss it. Yeah. You know, um, so... Well, I, and you were, you were asked by our guide today, Matt. So how does this compare uh, to, to the Chiefs Stadium? Like, it does It doesn't. It doesn't. It, there's no comparison. Yeah, which, it's true. It doesn't. By hands down, Dallas' stadium is way better. Oh, oh way better. And the thing that I really thought was interesting about it, and I guess that's where I'm grateful that we actually went on the tour, there were a lot of little shit like no pillars. Mm-hmm. That there is no obstruction to your view. Where we and, saw in Houston. Oh, that, depending on where you sat. There was pillar. It was way up there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of seats in between there and the field. But at the same time, you got pretty high up there. And, there was going to be a pillar around you. And that's, somewhere and that's funny area. you say that because I bumped into a guy in St. Louis years ago who was from Boston. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he likes about Royal Stadium is Royal Stadium is very wide. It's very, very wide. And I don't know nothing about architecture or engineering, but you really don't have any obstructions in front of you because all of the part that bears the weight is to the outside. And if they decide to move the ballpark downtown, that's really something they're going to have to consider. Because, you know, when, when he mentioned that, who's looking for pillars? I wouldn't have thought to look for a pillar. But as soon as he said that, you start looking around and you're like, man, some of those seats seem like they're eight stories up in the air. But there is nothing blocking a view from any one of them. Nothing. Even the ones up at the very top, there was nothing there was no, we've all gone to that concert, like at the Sprint Center, and you're like, son of a bitch, because there's this post <laughs> that it doesn't completely obscure your view, but you got to lean out to the right to see around it. Yeah. So, I, I was impressed. I was impressed. You know, um. I guess they're they're the Dallas Cowboys. They call it the Ring of Ring of Honor Walk. Is that uh-huh. the, it, the, it's yeah? A, we saw it. 
<clears throat> no, this is where they're like is plaques at, at and the, stuff on yeah, the wall. Yeah, the training facility. Oh, it is at the turning. Yeah, they call it the Ring of Honor Walk. It's the signature oh, okay. feature of the Star District Cowboys Ring of Honor Walk, presented by Dr. Pepper. Of course, it is. The area honors 22 members of the Cowboys Football Club who made outstanding contributions. So it's their Hall of Fame, essentially, because it's like Gil Bryant and Drew Pearson, Emmett Smith, they're all in it. Sure. So, yeah, that's where it's at. Where they're, like you said, they're rather expensive big, training, training facility. Yeah. Well, where they're big photos because we yeah. saw all their oh, names yeah. and stuff. They were but like. We're talking the, they were, the big time. But they stuff. were so all over that there was nothing special about them. Like, you yeah. walked along and there was a cool photo of Emmett Smith. Yeah. But they were everywhere. They yeah. were just, they were randomly put places. Yeah. It wasn't like there was this centralized location where you were like, like these this, are the greatest Cowboys yeah. that ever played. You know, whereas at Kaufman, they're in one mm-hmm. room. One, one very... Arrowhead. At Arrowhead, same way. Yeah, um, there's one area. Mm-hmm. At Arrowhead. Uh, Astros was kind of weird, though. Yeah. It was in one place. You just <laughs> kind of walked past it. If if you weren't really paying attention, you could have walked right past it. And and I'm going to be honest. If it wasn't for you guys, I, I don't think I'd really would have paid attention. Well, yeah. this, and Because there was nothing that indicated. It was just plaques on the wall. They don't, they don't tell their staff. Because Hadler asked a guy specifically, Hey, where's the Astros Hall of Fame? What? What? Wrong answer. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know kind of at our two stadiums. The second they know he said that, at. I'm like, okay, you don't have one. <laughs> or it's not worth noting, at least. No. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you it's not an at area. a goddamn stadium and you don't know that there's a Hall of Fame or not, then you don't have one. Because you Oh, figured, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's, you, o- it's over. Because you, yeah, you, we're done talking You figured we were, on the, yeah. we were on the right field side when he asked that. The, their walk is on left field side. You would think the guy rotates around. Like, he's not just only the right field dude. Right. You know, so he's worked the left field side and had no clue. That's what that tells you. That that he has. And if you, and Scott and I are, we're not just Royals fans, we're baseball fans. So even, like, we're, we could rattle off four or five guys that were great players that played for the Astros. So we know that they should have a Hall of Fame. Because they got mm-hmm. some good players. And then, now, uh, what? I'm talking about. Okay. Sure. Yep. Where yep. could I see a picture of Jeff Bagwell? Greg Biggio? You Who? ever heard of him? Who? Greg Biggio? <laughs> you ever heard of him? And the Chiefs, they, have, they call it the Hall of Honor. Yeah. Inside the stadium. Yeah. And it's in the main concourse in the back. It's not like the Royals, though. It's not in a room. The Royals but, one is actually really well done. Yeah. This one, though, it's off to the side of the concourse, and it's in an area that's just open. But it's got everyone's bust and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Chiefs one does. And then the Royals have all kinds of the, stuff. The Royals, they have extra memorabilia. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Royals Hall that's of Fame. Yeah, yeah. The, besides the photos. The Royals Hall of Fame really is like a museum. Like, it's, it's like yeah. you walk around... You look in glass cases. You read signs. Now, with with that being said, the only drawback to it is, is I've been in it probably half a dozen times, and I haven't really seen anything change much. Well, we haven't done much to change it. Well, I mean, the, the only thing, the only thing extra you might see is like, uh, you know, when Gordon was still playing, you might now get to see his extra gold glove that he won. Uh, true. 
Sure. And that's about it. Uh, you know, and you know, you could always put some because I think what would be cool and what could draw some people in, and they 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 did it a little bit, but then they kind of strayed away from it. Put some stuff in there from the visiting team. That's actually a really good idea. And they had done it a little bit, and then they... And what they were doing was, like, crossover players. Oh, guys Like, somebody for, had played for both teams, gotcha. and they would do just something little. Like a jersey. It wasn't much, you know? And it'd be like, okay, this was, you know... Uh, Bo Jackson, Chicago White Sox jersey, and here's his Royals and jersey. his Royals yeah. jersey. You know, just as an example there. But and then they kind of strayed away from it. But hey, you know, you want to get more people to go to it. You know, there are visiting people that come to those stadiums. Sure, and they're going to go into that Hall of Fame, going, I don't have, I have no idea who. 90% of these people are. I know who George Brett is, and that's about it. <laughs> you know, it'd be kind of cool if you had a little something in there for, for them. Like Matt said, the last 20 years. Yeah, not, not a lot. And that, that's, that would be a good way to kind of get something new in there. Because most teams are in there for three or four games. Mm-hmm. At least. You know, three or four games. Three-game series. Four, I mean, you occasionally have those two-game interleague series. But, you know, can you imagine Cardinals? Cardinals come to town? Mm-hmm. You know, just even the crossover thing. Hey, well, they already did it. They have a, had a bobblehead for Whitey yep. Herzog. So, you know, you could – there are things – and then it's better for the sport – you know the one Overall, thing we the one thing yeah. we've talked about a lot. The NFL does is make a lot of decisions that are good for the sport, not just. And Teams I, it would, are the money. It would it would be good for the. And then like, look at me. I'm a Cubs fan. Cubs come to town. Man, put some stuff out of it. You know, work something out with the with Wrigley Field. You know, you know they're sitting on tons of stuff. Send some of your crap. Because actually, do you recall? Towards the latter part of the museum, there, they have like. At least they used to. They had baseball gloves throughout the eras. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. So they already have. Yeah. A little bit of that. You could just expand upon it a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. and they have, like, I don't remember, Ty Cobb's glove, you know, or something like that that was borrowed from them. Uh, uh, the museum there in, in Cooperstown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they actually got to borrow a few things from Cooperstown, which is really cool. The bats over the years. Because they've changed. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, when you look at it, you're like, whoa, whoa. A little different. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you guys think of the reception as a visiting? We're talking baseball. I realize it may be different during football season. But as a visiting Royals fan, what do you guys think? Well, as a guy that I think was trying to coax people into a fight, Matt, wearing Chiefs gear in Houston, nobody said two words to you. He said no. baseball. Uh, but no, but he's, I'll, I'll, I'll let him roll with that, though. Oh, okay. Nobody said two words to him about football. Oh. 
But they did talk to him about, hey, the Royals, you know, whatever, we were whatever. The cop told us we were a pain in their ass. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah, after, they, told even us after they beat us in the second game. Yeah. Yeah. Cop yeah. told us we were a pain in their yes. ass. Yes, yes. So in that regard, it was, I thought it was funny. And I did like Irma's, we'll give them a shout out on, on the podcast. I did like the way when we walked in, the two guys just sitting there eating Buddhas. Yeah. I loved that. And then the one guy gave a shit and was like, fuck off, now I'm just playing, not. Yeah. <laughs> you guys fucking suck. I'm just kidding. No. But, really. but then at the same time. <laughs> but then at the same but time. But I want to be nice. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, he was like, real talk though, you guys got some good young pitchers. Yeah. So either local radio has talked about that leading up to the series, or if the guy's a legit fan, he knows, yeah, we do got some. We do got some good I think pictures. I think other fans see that about the Royals because if you do watch like our highlights, most of the time they talk about our pitchers. Well, so I'm, the general fan is going to – the problem is we see what happens day in and day out. And we're like, oh, God. Yeah, because the Astros are focusing on the fact that David Lynch is – Daniel Lynch is 4-1 since yes. he got called back. But, man, when he was 0-1 and was getting shelled prior to getting sent back down, they probably weren't hearing about that in Houston. So, um, uh, I, I, I like the, I love the interaction at baseball games because football, you hear a lot of bad stuff. Like I've had, Sometimes, I've yeah. had, I've had Chiefs fans that like, you don't fly into San Francisco or Oakland if yeah. you were going to a Raiders game. All of my friends fly into San Francisco or not uh, Sacramento and then they drive down because you do not want to be in that airport wearing Chief stuff. You fly into Sacramento and then you drive down. Yeah, but and then we wore Chief stuff here in Dallas. And nobody, but I think... I speak of what, and I, I, <laughs> I feel like there's a reason for it. In Houston, it was... They know they, already. They're ignoring the fact really that football year. exists. They're <laughs> hoping the Astros play a lot of meaningful <laughs> baseball. And even if Dallas, their expectations are... Playoff bound this year. Yeah. I I know that they know they don't want to. They don't want to tussle with us. They don't want to play us. No. So I I I think everybody's avoiding us. <laughs> I've with Chiefs talk and Royals talk is a little more. Um. You know you can kind of lightly punch somebody in the shoulder and go, hey, rock, you know, keep keep trying, buddy. Yeah, it'll, it'll get better, little it'll buddy. Get, yeah, it'll get better. Because I, I, I have, and I have been to I don't know how many Royals games, and maybe this is just the way that it's been. The only time I have had problems with visiting fans or White Sox fans. I have had negative exchanges with White Sox fans. But other fan bases have been wonderful. Like, I've seen a crap... Well, you have problem with anybody from Ohio. Oh, I did have that one. But that yes, ended up you being did. playful. It wasn't horrible. It didn't Post start playful. It didn't, but it you, ended up you, I swear to God, you were going to get into a fist fight with a man that needed a security dog. It was a emotional... Emotional, emotional support animal dog. support dog. His girlfriend would have punched harder than him. It was probably his daughter. Or his daughter, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's your side of the story. <laughs> yeah. But I remember, like, I remember one game back in. So there's Cleveland fans out there that are going, God damn, them fucking Kansas City people are that assholes. That could be. That's true. That's true. That's all right. I can be that guy. Well, you are. 
<laughs> but like I've had, I've had very. I went to a game in 2013 when we were flirting with going to the playoffs. We weren't. Man, it was a great game. We were playing against the Tigers, and it was a back and forth game. And it was typical of the Royals that year. James Shields was battling, but he got rocked early, and he just kind of hung in there. He was dealing against Verlander. And it was so funny listening to Tiger fans because they were like, we got to get one more inning out of him because they knew as soon as whatever team got to their bullpen first, the game was over because they knew our bullpen was not going to give up any runs. And this guy looked over at me in like the eighth inning and was like, okay, I have an idea. We join forces. Your bullpen, our, our starting rotation, we'll mix and match the position players. We'll be unbeatable. <laughs> So, I had a good time. The, the lack of Texan stuff, though, it wasn't just that no one was engaging us wearing Kansas City stuff. Man, there's no Texan stuff anywhere. No. Like, I didn't see people wearing it. No. I didn't, I didn't see banners. I didn't see advertisements. Like, I didn't see, like, like coming soon, NFL football, Houston Texans. Yeah. I didn't see it. And I feel like since we got to Dallas, we've seen both. Pretty oh, even even, uh-huh. even as bad as the Rangers are, they still are, right now. Yeah, they still are. There's still stuff them. around. Yeah. Well, they've You'll got the, the, the billboards, the the the, the electronic yeah, yeah. billboards. I saw the, the games mm-hmm. the, for the ser- next series for the Rangers Astros. Yeah. There's no game today, so they're already pimping it. Yeah, and yeah. the series doesn't start till tomorrow. Yep. I felt like here they've been promoting both teams mm-hmm. equally the same. I mean, obviously one a little bit more than the other because they're. Playing in their season, the other one's not. Sure. Yeah. But it's been both the same where, yes, in Houston, Texans, like, They're just pretending like Houston football does not exist right now. It's not even there. (laughs) It was a little weird. It was like, wow, there is – it was just all Astros. This was a team that two years ago looked like they were going to the Super Bowl double digits on the Chiefs in the first quarter. My, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> well, and that could be another reason for a lot of silence in Houston is because they've been burnt twice by us in two yes. different sports. Yeah. So, Actually, he, well, yeah. They got burnt by us the first time, too. In Our first playoff NFL. whenever yeah. was against the Texans. Texans. 30 to nothing. And yeah. Granted, yeah, they're a that bad one, team. That one, probably, that, that one don't sting quite as much because both teams really... I don't know if there was high expectations. Yeah, either one of those teams was probably winning. Whoever won that game may not make it past the next one. That kind of, I think, you know what I mean on that. I from the Texans, the Chiefs had higher expectations. Well, we are we we have high expectations every year because we're idiots. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's true. Except for the one year when. Herm Edwards backed into the playoffs. Then I don't think anybody had. No, and we were. Or Todd all, Haley did. <laughs> yeah, we neither time people were like, "Oh boy," it's like I really. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. When you made the when you when the reason you made the playoffs gets like its own documentary of the eleven things that had to happen for you to get into the Super Bowl in one day or the playoffs in one day. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Your expectations should not be very high. <laughs> That's for sure. But I'm looking forward to the game um, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Especially now that we know it does not look... It's not a giant Morton building. 
Like we all worry. From a distance. <laughs> From certain angles. Yes. Because we did find the angle. Yeah, we're like, like ooh. ooh. That looked does. like a giant Morton building. Because I'm That's telling you, really that, good look. there was a couple angles there where I asked you guys, like, does it just look like that roof was an afterthought? Yes. It does not. It, it does and, not flow. On certain angles, it looks fine. Yeah, it's 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 like oh, you know what this that that picture that we saw on the internet was that's bad. I don't know where where they got that. And then we found the angle and it was like, oh, yeah, that. Mm, yeah, I've seen better designs. Yeah, that's seen that's not good. Designs, so I'll be curious to see what the that, that was one thing like. I, I liked about Minute Maid Park from the outside. It looks really cool. It does. Yep. And we got to see what it looked like when the roof opened up. Because mm-hmm. they opened it up after that last mm-hmm. game that we played. Mm-hmm. So I do have to give them that because some domes do kind of look, meh, meh. They're okay on the outside. Yeah. Which brings me to another question that I, I asked you guys. If the Royals decide to build a new stadium downtown, and then Arrowhead decides to one day rebuild, and they just rebuild right next door. Retractable domes? Both. Domes? Both. Well, what's, um, what's both? I mean, is it retractable, both. you mean? I think both have to both. be retractable. Okay. I think if you look at the way of the future of teams right now, and the way we're going, it's it's domes for all. I, I'm not... Because in California, they didn't have... Well, not dome. Well, Because dome would mean that it's, it's permanent. permanent. I want retractable. Well, I, like to me... Super, super dome. Well, to me, you don't do that nowadays, so... I'm always talking retractable. Because that's a waste of money if you're just doing a dome. And for the past ten years, no one's done just a dome. No. No. So... And I, maybe maybe Vegas. I don't know if their roof opens. I don't think it does. But their field, well, you don't want the roof open in Vegas anyways. It's hot all year round. <laughs> yeah, so. I, the, and but they always have something that makes it. Because like SoFi is technically a dome, but it's open air. It's not a. I'm not even getting SoFi. The Chargers, LA. Oh, okay. Well, they have pretty decent weather there too. Yeah. I'm not going to even pretend to remember the number because I'll get it wrong. But I remember early 90s, mid 90s, they were talking about wanting to put a dome over Arrowhead. And they Well, were, whenever the thought was of. And. When we got the new tax. Yeah. They were talking about doing a. The a, thing that a, slid, slid over. Across both states. And when, when it was deemed to be financially unviable to do that. They, they put out some ridiculous figure, and I'm pulling this out of my ass, but it was like, it would only have cost one million more dollars to put a dome over Arrowhead at the time they didn't do it. And one of the reasons why I think you just do the retractable one was I'd rather have it pay for it the first time than wish you hadn't done it later. And I still stick by my guns. We're not going to get a Super Bowl in Kansas City, even with a retractable roof. We just don't have, as is, Kansas City does not have the infrastructure to, to support it. But there are other things that they might be able to do there. Um, so I want it retractable. And then with the Royals, I mean, we're, we don't have, I think we were, we don't have quite as oppressive heat as we have obviously seen Texas has for such an expanse, but we are one of those cities that in the month of May, 
you could have a snow out at the first of the month, you can have rain outs the entire month, and then you could melt Memorial Day weekend. And I think just slap the damn retractable roof on when you've got those awesome Midwest spring nights when it's 72 degrees and it's great outside, leave that MFR open. When it's September, leave it open. It's a great time to sit outside. But man, we went to a game in July a few years ago. And we mm. actually had to get up and go into the concourse to cool off a few times. Oh, yeah. Because it was, it was stupid hot. It was too hot to drink beer. Yeah, we were all drinking non-alcoholic beverages, which is insane. And so, and if you're going to build a new one, it's kind of like when you build a house. It's going to cost you a lot less to build that fancy deck when you buy it, put the house together, than to add it on five years from now. So, just slap it on there. And I bet with Major League Baseball, you know, we had a really, I, th- I think I think the Royals represented themselves well in 2012 when we got the All-Star game. I think we have a very, we have a very educated baseball fan base overall. Agreed. Um, I think that if, if they announced today that in two years we'd have a new downtown ballpark with a retractable roof, whatever point they're at in the rotation where they're adding Next All-Star game, we're getting one. Sure. So. Well, and then you you bring up a point in terms of knowledgeable fan. What's wrong? No, no I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, Legion Stadium has a retractable windows, like what we saw today. With yeah, yeah. I learned today that AT&T Stadium has a trampoline on top of it. So does uh, Allegiant Stadium, the Raiders. It's made of the same composite. Which is just material. crazy to me. I'm sorry. You have a very good point. You're getting no, right. I can educate Not nearly as good a point as those. Educated Because <laughs> this is actually funny. Because I wish somebody would have taken our, our guide up on the bet. Yeah, I'll go up there. No, we're not going to let you. No, you said I can go up there. <laughs> I want to go up there. I want to go up there now. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my point was going to be that I, I, I feel like the Houston Astro fans are not outfielders. Totally knowledgeable on baseball. Okay. Any ball that left the infield was going to be a home run. Yeah, and it got caught by the shortstop. Deep, deep second, you know. Yeah. Uh, the second rule on that one is if we had the same record as the Astros, the Royals. Are there going to be 17,000 fans at that Wednesday night game? No, there's 30. Yeah. Or, two. I'm sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday night, night game. Tuesday night. There's yeah. 30. There's 30,000 people there. The third, 25. The Wednesday least, day game? There's 20. There's the same. 25. Yeah. It's, it, it, they're going to show out. If we're in the playoffs? If, if we were, if we had the same, same record, record they do right now. Yeah. Mm. Which, Which is probably a playoff. Right now, at that point, it does look like a... A playoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we've yeah. seen that. Yeah. We've seen that. I remember 20, I believe it was 2015. So it was the year that we came off of the World Series. There was some arbitrary day game. I, I don't know who it was. I don't remember. I, I was working. Well, I was doing field work. That place was damn near sold out. 
on a, just a Wednesday pick, night, one Wednesday pick. afternoon, one ten yeah. start. Yeah, damn near sold out. We went to two straight games in Houston. About the same amount of people were there. But what would we say it was like twenty thousand or something like that? Seven, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, yeah. nineteen, twenty thousand, something like that. Oh, there were a lot of empty seats. Oh yeah, a lot. The day of games, empty there were entire sections that were empty. Sure. I looked up yeah. in the upper deck. Yeah. There were entire sections yes. that were empty. So I, I don't feel like Houston fans are that much into this until it gets a little closer to the playoff time. I hope their bullpen's better for them. Nah. Uh, if, if yesterday was any indication, no would be the answer. Yeah, they're they're probably going to wish they'd traded for a couple more arms. Which, before we change gears and talk something about something else, I do want to give a shout-out to the Royals who let us feel like 12-year-old kids. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> That's a good point. Thank at, you. At the game yesterday, because we had tickets on the left field side. Clearly no indication that we were going to get autographs as none of us were prepared for anything. And I'm going to give Scott credit. He's looking down the field and he's like, some bitch, they're right there by the, by the wall. Right. So three $5 Sharpies and three $35 baseballs later, we're down along the wall and ended up with five or six yeah. Royals. And the coolest experience of the entire day was Daniel Lynch was... Kind of the one, I think everybody, not just the three and th- at this table, was really wanting to get an autograph for. Yes. Um, came over and was like, hey, guys, I got to go finish my workout routine. I'll see you when I get done. And there was a professional dealer there. I think we can all be in agreement. He yeah. had a bag with a bunch of different stuff. And he's like, well, the Seattle guys were here and they said the same thing and they never came back. Son of a bitch. Daniel Lynch came right back over. Yep. Nobody had to yell at him, hey, Daniel. He just walked over and he signed everything for everyone that was there. All five or six five of us. There wasn't seven. very there many. A lot, so. But he just went down yeah. to the far side and worked his way yep. down and was very cordial with everybody. I, you know, it's like we've had, we've had various discussions about when you meet him. You don't want to be a pain in the ass. So, you know, you just let him, he just went down the yep. line. Hey, thanks and for I, coming I today. Thought, and, a, and Brad, Brad Keller seemed like a very Brad nice Brad Keller was guy. very, very cool, he, too. Yeah, yeah. So, that was, uh, I've never had that experience before. Like, even at, even Me at, neither. I, I, oh, I was telling you, I got one autograph ever at a stadium. It, it was uh, Jeff Montgomery. Um, I just happened to be right down close to the field, and I was like, hey, Jeff. Threw him a baseball and he he signed it and gave it back to me and I'm damn fine I know where that ball's at by the way so I, I have no I proof went, of it other than I know I did it the the one time that I actually the one time I actually planned for it was I went to a Cubs game at Wrigley Field in '99 when Sosa was in the middle of Roy Ridge and he was still hitting the tar off the ball and I was in prime position to get an autograph. And a usher from the Cubs actually came over and says, "We don't let him do this because he'll miss he'll batting practice." All day or, yeah, yeah. It, you know. And the coolest thing about that one was they were playing the Expos, <laughs> who I've seen a number of times um, before they moved. I've yet to see them as the Nationals, and uh, 
they were watching Sosa take batting practice the same way I was. In awe. In awe. You know, because they were a bunch of they traded everybody away at that point. I couldn't I couldn't tell you who any of these guys were. Most of them probably aren't even in baseball anymore. So um, thank you guys, Roger and Scott, for being a part of that. That was really fun, and I was it was really cool because you have to feel the Royals are maybe a little different than a lot of other teams because well, you know why they're different. They better appreciate us, and very many of us. Well, they suck. That's that was a I was saying it nicer than you. Yeah, you're just being a little bit more realistic about it. If they anybody super, wants their super, autograph, they should they be very super appreciative. super nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and then some, I never got a chance to get his autograph, but I did go to spring training with the, for the Royals. Salvador Perez is the guy that you see on TV. Goofball. Yeah. Smiling. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I did not notice him. I, I was looking somewhere else, and one of my friends that was uh, with me at that spring training game he sees Salvador Perez. He's like, Salvi. He doesn't have anything to sign other than a... Because it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. He has a stupid plastic derby, green derby, that he's wearing, and he gives that to Salvador Perez to sign. And he was more than... He was like... Because by the time I finally figured out that Salvador Perez was it, I, I see it, and he's... Flipping the hat back over to my buddy, like, like, oh yeah, thanks, man. And he's like, oh yeah, that's good. That, that's funny, you know. And then and he and he walked away. When, when I'm like, got, got a real baseball and a real pen. Gets it here, and he when Carlos Hernandez, but he was very cordial. Is in the Hall of Fame in 27 years. I'm gonna have an interesting story about his autograph when he said, "Your Sharpie sucks." Yeah. <laughs> and, and I had to borrow Rogers for him to go back over his... And then you try to give me your sharp, my Sharpie to you, and he's like, Carlos, that's mine. <laughs> that's my Sharpie. And then, uh, the, other oh, thing, okay, yeah. the other thing, did you notice about Salvi where the Astro players all came over and saw him? Yeah, oh yeah. El Tuve came over oh, and yeah. saw him, and Correa came yep. over and saw him, and Bregman came over and saw him, where, you know, pardon the pun, he's, he's royalty. You know, and I think that has he to is. do. I think that has to do with a. I think he's a hell of a ball player, but he's so goddamn likable that I think. Well, everybody, and that's like, and that's another thing that. Him. That's another reason why, if we want to start this whole argument of whether he belongs in the Hall of Fame or not, I think all you need to do is stand around and watch those kind of interactions to kind of tell you who who's who's respected. Yeah. I, within the baseball community, I don't care about what a fan thinks. Yeah, because I don't care about what a reporter thinks. The guy that does it with them. Yeah. I who don't, are they? Who are they trying to talk to? I don't know who it was because it was not Altuve, it was not Correa, it was not Bregman, it was someone I did not recognize. But when he was finishing his warm-ups, when he was out there with the trainer, I watched an Astros player sprint across from their side to shake his hand when Salvi was on his way back. Or he was he was just kind of walking back and he made a point to run over and exchange some sort of pleasantry with him. And you could see Salvador Perez smiling from clear where we were sitting. But to your point, 
I don't know who that guy was, but that's another major league baseball player who was running. I mean, it wasn't like they were they were casually walking down the hallway together. He had to leave whatever it was he was doing to catch Salvi. You know, we're five or ten minutes from first pitch. To throw just to chit chat. Just to chit chat. Some, you know. Hey, nice to was, meet you, or whatever yeah. it is that they say. I don't know what they say. But you know, I, I that was. It's nice having that guy. Yep. As, as a fan of that team, it's nice having that guy. It it really is. And to your point, fuck them. He is a Hall of Famer. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> so did you guys take guesses how many people showed up to the games on Tuesday and Wednesday? Well, I told you what it was because uh, they showed it on the uh, scoreboard. Of, uh, I, it was the Wednesdays when I caught that one. I think it was... I think it was 20 plus. 20, was it 21? On Wednesday, it was like 17 on Tuesday, on the Wednesday. On the I did not see game. what it was. Tuesday night was 20 plus. Day game was like 17. No, I think it was reversed. Reverse. I think it was like 20 or 21 for uh, the day game. And right. I never I never caught what it was for Tuesday. The day game was 21. Okay. Oh, okay. And the night game, the Tuesday night game was just shy of 23. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that stadium holds a shitload of people. Well, because I felt like it was half empty. Well, it is like the sixth biggest one or whatever it is. Is it really? Well, it's forty-one thousand or something. So oh, that's ten. That's eleven thousand more than we got. Yeah, thirty is about our max. Thirty. I thought thirty-nine. Is it? Oh, okay. thirty-nine, thirty-eight, something like that, somewhere around there. I think overall, I don't know if Scott's going to agree with me, but it seems like baseball might be a little down this year on attendance. I'm not going to argue that point. No, because. The, well, we still got a COVID thing. We do. But um, their attendance, Houston per game is 25,000. And that's second in the NL. That's their average. Or, I'm sorry. Yes, they I'm sorry. That's their average is 25. And that's second in the AL. That's 20, behind what? Boston or New York? is second. Jesus. Who's number one then? Do you have the stat? Is it Boston, New York? Because I, 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 I would assume it's probably one of those two. I don't have who number one is. Hmm. I don't. It doesn't tell me on this page. I'd have to do some more kind of looking. I, I'm just going to But they go rank ahead. second. I'm going to go ahead and, and blame COVID. I would too because also uh, in 2019, 2018, they had they were averaging 35 and 36 thousand. Okay, that sounds more. And that's more than the world. That's more than a, that's a more realistic. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's why when I think it it's was a more like realistic ago, attendance kind for of, a winning team. Like three or four months ago, I was bringing it up to you as like. I think numbers overall are just down for baseball this year in attendance. So it, it yeah, and that proves to you right there. Maybe my timing was bad, or our timing was bad for trying to actually trying to, it, trying to critique. It, it, right now it is because there there are a lot of people that are still kind of going staying back away. Yeah, going back out of crowds and stuff. But my deal is if you're at twenty five thousand and you're second in the league. And you're a playoff team. And you're a playoff team? Division leader. 
I guess probably. And then you have. I still wonder though. I still wonder where the Royals would be. If what? We we were playoff contenders this year. Oh, oh, well, I can tell you what our numbers were. And it was thirty-three. When? Back in fifteen. Okay. So if we take average, our numbers of when we were winning, not pandemic, and their numbers of when they were winning, they have more. They're higher than us. Bigger stadium. I'm not arguing stadium, or I'm just saying the numbers. They have more fans that show up than we do. Not if you're talking about that as an average. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. You said when our winning ways, we were 33. Yes. And their winning ways... There's over 36. Oh, outside of... Okay, I'm, I'm following you. I'm not talking outside about this year. Outside of the pandemic. Yes. Okay, this okay, year, okay, okay. I'm not talking about this year because... Okay. You have 25,000 and you're ranked. Gotcha. Two. Second. All right. <laughs> that means that. All right, then I apologize place. to Houston fans that then maybe they're better than. <laughs> I will say this much. I, I, may, I did make mention of this to you guys before we started the. Yesterday's game, there was a point in time when they were cheering. They were, you know, trying to come back into the game. I was like. It's really getting loud in here. Uh, obviously, it was the roof was closed, so that helps. Helps, sure. But I was like, could you imagine what it would have been like, full capacity, and everybody yelling and screaming and carrying on in 2015? Oh, yeah, up to about the seventh inning. I, I, I. <laughs> I know. Yes. Then everyone gave up. But, uh, yeah. I, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that place is probably mm. loud. Especially, you get 36,000 people in there. In an indoor stadium, basically. But the place Woo. is real loud. Woo. That's a lot of people. Yep. Overall, it's been a great trip. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the seeing the new ballpark. World Series was there last year. I realize the Rangers aren't very good, but just as a baseball fan... I'm looking forward to just watching the game, but I could they give still two have shits. A lot of history yeah, I could give two shits who wins. I can just Me sit neither, back, yeah. and if it's a great game, it's a great game, and I don't care. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, so I, I'm 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 looking forward to that. Which the unfortunate thing is, is I think I'm going to see the Astros this year about as many times as I've seen the Royals. I've seen them as many times. <laughs> Actually, I'll see them more than I've seen the Royals because the only two times I've seen the Royals this year were. In Houston, and I'm gonna see the Astros for a third time. By the way, in 2015, when the Royals had their record attendance, mm-hmm. they were only sixth in the AL. Uh, what stadium capacity though? That's kind of where I'm. I mean, I'm just going off attendance per game. Yeah. I'll tell you the crazy. Well, I mean, if they could average, if they were averaging, and I'll just make some numbers up here. If they were averaging thirty, well, shit, another eight thousand, and you're full. What if they averaged thirty-three? God, that's pretty damn. That good. is damn good. Interesting, considering where Yankee Stadium can hold probably about fifty or sixty, 
and if your average attendance can be 40, yeah. well, you're already going to be beat. I don't care if you sell out every single game. Yeah. Interesting footnote to 2015 attendance. Scott and I were at the game where they got their millionth person in the gate, and we were at the game they got their two millionth yes. person at the gate in 2015. And neither of us were one or two million. No. <laughs> No, we didn't get any. We didn't get any prize when we walked in. No, we didn't get a bobblehead. Which really sucks for the rules because this year it's going to be a struggle to get to a million. So yeah. Now, between pandemic and suck them, them and sucking. Right now they're at nine oh two. Some really bad. Nah, they're heat. not going to. They're not going to get close. We've had some hot fucking. Hey, the only way. The only chance they have... Well, when the games were limited, we had really nice weather. And then when yeah, it got... I know. Yeah. When we well, got, that's the other thing, too, is we it, were limited at the beginning yeah, of the year. And then when it got hot, it was we can, open full. It was like, oh, well, we will save the discussion of could they, should they, will they. But if Bobby Wood Jr. gets called up, you're going to see a pretty uh, noticeable... We'll, we'll hit a million. You're going to see a pretty noticeable uptick. I don't know if we'll hit a million. Who said 900? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get a million if Bobby Witt comes in. We're certainly not if he doesn't. That's the only shot they have. It's not a lot of games to make up that much, though. That's my only So, Because right now they're only averaging 14,000. Jesus, Roger, you're such a fucking killjoy. No, I'm just doing... Oh, no, yeah, you're just yeah, you're just reading off the internet. You're not taking any blame it will in be it at all. <laughs> it's just raw numbers to you. Well, that's yeah. baseball, isn't it? Where's your fucking glasses with a fucking hey, tape wait, in the middle? Hey, wait, wait. Here, analytic guys, that's Excuse how it is. <laughs> Excuse me, people, but here's my statistic of the day. I thought that's what you points. fucking baseball guys love. No, that's what some baseball guys love. Do Scott and I look like analytic dudes to you? <laughs> we Just saying. We try that's, to be. It, doesn't, <laughs> it comes across We're not so smart fair. enough. No. It comes across like... Analytic well, that's can, a different problem. No, yeah. <laughs> analytic dudes spot us as frauds because <laughs> frauds. Scott and I can't quote a number without like it's written on our hand. But it's like, well, did you know that three point two seven of such and such? And they're like, dude, I can see you reading that off your fucking finger. No, I'm not. Like Ro- Roger will do this to me off air sometimes. Like, what do you think this guy's whip is? I'm like, you what's, fuck? A, what's a whip? I don't know. <laughs> what would be a, what would a good whip be? Isn't it one? Sure. One. Sure. And then the war corrected its one hundred. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know what anybody's <laughs> fucking like. You can tell me that it's one hundred, but I don't know what any motherfucker's war is. Well, it's war corrected. Whatever. I mean, would you rather have a corrected war or an uncorrected war? I suppose corrected's better than un. I don't know. I thought you were the baseball guys. What about We this? are, but we're like 1977 baseball guys that are just like, that motherfucker's good. Yes. Okay. I watched him go three for four one time. He's good. He's good. One time. <laughs> and he was great that day. <laughs> one time. He went one for three. Here, here's my <laughs> analytics. <laughs> and he looked awesome. Pre being sit down. I have no idea what Daniel were Lynch to him, but he was good. Sucked. Since being called up, Daniel Lynch is really good. Yeah. I'm good. I don't need any I don't need any Yeah. Un, I don't need any uncorrected war or So how was O'Hearn doing at first base? Uh, I'd rather not have him. 
Is that a, is that a, is that an analytic? <laughs> if I had somebody better, I'd replace him. Is that we an do. analytic? I just would like to see him. I'm not saying we have anyone. Like, I'd rather like not have him there. Mm-hmm. But I'm stuck with him. Is that analytic? No, but okay. What about Gerard Dyson? Uh, he's fine. No, he's not. I don't want him as my <laughs> everyday outfielder, though. I don't. I don't mind him as a what he's doing. What's Scott's problem with him? Uh, I don't want him playing. I want him pinch uh, running. Pinch running. I see him in the outfield as kind of the extension of pinch running. He's not. He's better than Ryan O'Hearn. When the decision was, or yeah, it was it was Ryan? Was where was it Dozier that was in right? Who did he replace? It was O'Hearn he replaced because Dozier was a first base. Yeah, I would rather have him in that position than Ryan O'Hearn <laughs> in right field. Yeah. I don't need any analytic for that. No. I can look at those two and be like, you are not a good outfielder. I think analytically they're the same guy, though. Uh, not defending the ball, they're not. What do you think, Cam Gallagher is better than anybody else then? No, but Cam Gallagher is a waste of space on this team. That's what my point is, yeah. I've agreed with you a long time on some of this. We need to get rid of a lot of bums, but they keep coming back. Just like missing persons. Like Wade Davis. Well, no, you don't want me to start on that because then that leads me down to fire oh, Dayton. We can't, we can't, we... No, what he was talking... We can't talk no. about that on the air. It's legality things. It's totally illegal. The lawyers are giving me the <laughs> shut the fuck up signs. Yeah. Off to the side. I just had to throw that in there. I was yeah. going <laughs> Nope. No, but I lead down a rabbit hole of fire more more than. But that's I don't think they Oh, you're coming back around to that? We should probably. Because I think we've actually. Roger, I mean, uh, Matt and I have decided. Fire Dayton more, and now we're back to don't fire Dayton more. Are you right or wrong? I, I think if we've gotten <laughs> away from what our Texas experience has been, we should put a ribbon on this and we can devote some specific time to the Royals. Oh, okay. Is that what you want to do? I'm sorry. Oh, now we're going to talk about the Royals? <laughs> what the fuck? I think well, our experience in Texas is reached its limit, and if we're going to fire Dayton more or, or not, we're in a whole new segment. Are we going to talk football at all? Sure, but not in this segment. No. All right, we'll put a cap on it. Done. Done. All right, tune in next time.